my job is just to give the best experience to the client in front of me. Okay. And do the best for them. Does that make sense? Hello, I'm Dr. Jake Campbell, and welcome to an episode of the Becoming Elite Podcast, a podcast designed to interview some of the most elite individuals amongst our society. Today, we have Philip Ramsey of Uncommon Wealth. Philip, how are you today? Doing well. Thanks right. for having me on the show. Put my cards on the table. You are my financial advisor team, and I want to tell you a little story before we get started about how I actually found you guys. Okay. So I, Give it to me. I cannot remember who I was talking to, okay. but they were talking about how they utilized you as well. And... I was like, okay, financial guy. I've had a lot of those guys talk to me. They love money. Like, what yeah. about this guy? And he goes, uh-uh. I'm like, what do you mean, uh-uh? He goes, I don't think Philip even likes money. Yeah. I'm like, wait. That's a great point. What? He <laughs> goes, yeah, I really don't think Philip likes money. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I think Philip uses it as a tool to help people. Uh-huh. He goes, Philip fully just wants to help people. And by helping people, he knows that money is the way to do it. So he did this. It's a tool. And yeah. yeah and that's so, even you confirming that oh, confirms yeah. why we utilize you guys. Yeah. Okay, so tell me a little bit about Uncommon Wealth. What is it? Yeah, so it's a financial, it's a boutique financial advising firm that we believe that you are your best asset. Uh, and so how this all kind of got about is about, mm, man, 14 years ago, 13 years ago, I started thinking like, what industry out there have I never enjoyed? And I was mm -hmm. like, financial services. Like, I've never talked to a financial advisor that I enjoyed talking with. Same. Because Besides they, you. right, like they always are trying to like, well, what's in your wallet? What's in your wallet? And what they There's should be asking is like, hey, do you enjoy your life? Like, yep. are you excited about getting up in yep. the morning? Things yep. like that. And and then using my money as a tool after they understand my goals. Yep. And so I thought, well, let's jump into this industry head first because I honestly don't love money. Like, yeah. no, I <laughs> I've learned that over time, and whoever money. told me that was the perfect it's like a, the perfect wording for you of like it's, he it's, hates it's, money i think like okay. i think he drives himself to have to do financial stuff because he knows yes. that's what helps people right uh and so i use money as a tool like you mm -hmm. said i mean I think that was a perfect commercial if you will from yeah. come up partners and so when we sit down with people very rarely and there's been times where we sat down 45 minutes into the first conversation the individual's like, when are we going to start talking about my money? And I'm like, oh, we've been talking about your money this whole time. That's like, what your guys' half hour phone call is. Yes. We went like, a half hour and I'm like, we haven't talked about finances yet. And you're like, we're right. not going to. We're not going to because I don't need to. Yeah. Right? Uh, financial is, is just a tool in order for you to get you to. But here's the deal. What I do love. I love people mm -hmm. and I love what they want to do with their life. And so if we can help them be a little part of achieving what they want to do in their life. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's payment enough. Okay. Uh, and so uh, again, we will talk about your tools or your different investments and, and money that you have. But yeah. For the most part, it's like because we need to figure out how to align them to achieve your goals. But how is that born? Like, how was that idea yeah. of like people first, money last almost? Yeah. How was that born? Right. I think it was just, be, I mean, my parents did a really good job. My mom is like the expert at asking good questions. Okay. And you kind of have to be if you have kids because... <laughs> They yeah. don't want to talk, right? Yeah. And so how do you ask them the right question yep. in order to get them to talk? She was a master at that. Okay. And so um, also Dale Carnegie, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People, yep. that book. And it's yep. all about how do you ask good questions? It's in my Amazon cart right now. It's pretty powerful. Is it? Yeah. And you can really abuse that. That's the thing that okay. I think, um, what you need to know is you can read it and you really get the good stuff. But if you're not doing it for the right purpose, like mm -hmm. you can truly abuse it. And so I think just... You know, as I, so I was a pharmaceutical rep before financial advising and 
uh, pharmaceutical reps, for those who know, is like just schlepping around drugs and talking to doctors. <laughs> it's actually not rubbing elbows. Yeah, that's all really. it is. <laughs> Shaking hands, kissing babies, uh, buying lunch. Yeah, bringing cupcakes and candy bars. <laughs> that's what I told people. But here's the deal: at the end of the day, everybody was sick of like pharmaceutical reps. Yeah. And so I had to go in with a different perspective. And mm -hmm. I've always had this just uncommon view of the world. Okay. And so I would go in. A little plug there. Yeah. Different uh, doctors. And my first doctor's appointment, I show up and threw up is what I called it. Because I just got out of training. You know, you're super excited. <laughs> you, did, you said everything on the sheet and still had half an hour left. For sure. Yeah. And like, you only have like 10 seconds. Yep. So I was like, okay here's this cardiovascular drug. It's going to be amazing. And this guy said something like that rocked my world. He's like, that's what they're teaching you now. And I was like, huh, huh. that's interesting. Okay. Got it. So then the next doctor's appointment that I went on again, that was 10 seconds. He signed my little iPad or whatever, sure. and gave him the, the sample drugs and we walked away. The second doctor I talked to, I was like, Hey, this is what they're teaching me. Tell me what your perspective was. Okay. And the 10 seconds that it first took that first doctor for me to show up and throw up, sign my pad, took this guy 15 minutes. And he was like, let me tell you what I'm learning. And I was like, that's fascinating to me. Because okay. usually pharmaceutical reps truly get 10 seconds. Yeah. You've driven 45 minutes, talked for 15 seconds, and you're out. But the second doctor was like, let me tell you what I'm learning. And it was like this perfect concert of like that's not what they taught me yeah he's like well, that's of course they're not going to teach you that like that's not going to make them money yeah but it was like this inquisitive kind of approach it's a give and take yes and so i was like what a, so after three years in that industry uh they had a huge downsizing so my team got cut uh my boss got cut his boss got cut mm -hmm. shellacking and i started thinking like i don't want to go back into the pharmaceutical world because it's kind of the golden handcuffs mm -hmm. it's like you'll never leave because the money's good because the money's good and their perks are good yeah but they're but they're not real. It's not like fulfilling to me. No. And so I was like, I'm not going to go back to the industry. And then I started thinking like, what other industry out there have I never felt like I've gotten a benefit from? And I was like, freaking financial services. <laughs> and like, every time I talked to somebody, they were like trying to kill myself or my wife off, make us cry and then sell us life insurance. Dude. Was that, like, stop the madness. I called you the moment after that one guy <laughs> tried to sell me on a 1.4 and a uh -huh. $1.2 million policy. And it's for what he goes, ridiculous. don't you want your kids to not have to work? I'm like, don't I want them to? Yes. They can have a steak dinner Dude. and cry and then they're fine. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, and I just don't know if a lot of financial advisors put the core values in, like, that's like your greatest asset. Yeah. And like, if you can instill in your children, your core values, like they won't need your money. See, but I look at like you guys a lot like elite. You're doing differently. So like sure. your guys' half hour phone calls are half hour discovery visit. Yep. And I've switched mine recently of people like we're expensive because yep. we're different. You right? should be. Right. And so so are you guys because right. you're different. And right. so that's where when someone's like, well, you're kind of expensive. I've started shifting and asking people, why do you think that? Right. Why do you think we're expensive? Right. I showed you the right. place. Uh -huh. Do you think this pays for itself? Like, yeah. And then being like, yeah. give us a shot and let me see if the value's there. Uh -huh. And then basically it's, let me prove it. Right. Yeah, it's a good point. And so the uncommon thing is something where like I I really resonate well with because it's so different than most people. Right. Because I to this day and I don't want to know. I don't know how you get paid. Yeah. I really have no idea. Yeah. Because you guys really do the whole like invest right. in you. Right. Well, if I invest in me, how do yeah. How right. do you get paid? Right. Right. And I don't need to know. Don't want to know. Yeah. That's right. the secret that I. That's the secret to the sauce. Right. Yeah. And like here's the deal. The honest truth is like there's some clients we just don't get paid much from. 
but like we are investing in them like they're investing in themselves and when they turn into being multi-millionaires <laughs> guess who's coming with them does that yeah. make sense and like oh, that's yeah. just been a that's been like a style that we've adopted yeah and like maybe in order to have people believe they're in their best asset mm -hmm. sometimes it's not about money sometimes yeah. it's just about hey i'm going to be here to encourage you what do you need from me yep. and then eventually like when you end up becoming successful there's nobody else you'd turn to right like that's a philosophy yeah and sometimes that philosophy is long like it's gonna take a while you play in the long game yes but it's you're investing in them too I, yes and like yeah. i have just as much like come on jake yeah come on rachel like we can do this like, you do you text us every now and you be like hey how we doing you guys working towards that goal we talked about yeah we bought a house the first people to be excited were you and aaron yes that's a big deal yeah and so like a lot of people were like, well, how do you make money? Like, who cares? Like we are investing in our clients. I don't care how you guys make money as long as you are. We are just right. having like a blast. And so there has been like some changes that we've had to do just because, you know, like we are running a business. Of course. We got teams. And so how do you do that? And so uh, that's been a little challenge for mm -hmm. me because I'm like, I don't care how much money. I just want to help. Yeah. And, and that's, so, that's the hard part about any business. It is. Like even here, like people in pain, I want to help you, but they're is a cost to help it is i went to school right. i ate dog food because i couldn't afford actual food like real yeah. story right and that's where like right. you don't know what i went through to get here to be able to help you yes. so like right. kind of yeah. gotta pay for that yeah I, there's a story i don't know how true it is but maybe it's i don't know let's hear it proper so so there's an individual who's just doodling on a napkin okay, okay. at a coffee shop and this guy's kind of watching him and uh comes up to him and he's like, hey, I've heard this story. you've heard? Yeah, so you can help me because I don't remember all these great stories. But he's like, hey, like, can I have that drawing? Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, it's $10,000. Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, are you kidding me? It's on a napkin. Yep. And the, the artist is like, listen, it's taken me countless of hours to perfect this. Yep. And the guy's like, there's no way I'm going to pay $10,000. Like, no yep. problem. Walks out, throws it in the trash and moves on. Yep. But like, that's like something that I need to preach to myself. Like, yep. You have value. Yep. Uh, and we all have value. And it's not taken us like overnight to get the value. Yep. It's taken us over a long period of time. It's not what you value it at. It's what I value it at. Exactly. And it's a, it's a weird mindset. Shift. It is. It is. It's something my buddy and I just, just before you got here, got off the phone with, he's trying to make a like leaflet, if you will, to give to like yeah. patients. Yeah. Like, why not make it a course? Because uh, what do you mean make the course? So like good. film it, get yeah. a camera, get a microphone, talk about it, have a person there to like demonstrate. And so it's good. 50 bucks. Yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah. You at least get something in your pocket for the time you spent working on it and the knowledge you're giving out. Low barrier to entry, gets people yeah. more bought in. Yep. So that's kind of the crux of Uncommonwealth Partners, how it got started, what's like our value, what's our yeah. philosophy. That's it. And so if I could urge anybody, it's just like do the 30 minute call. Like, Oh. My point in the 30 minute call is to like, how can I give you enough information so you don't have to be a client? Yeah. But we have such a good experience together that you're mm -hmm. going to like come back. Something just rang true to me. I have sent so many people your way for that 30 minute call and I've never once told them about what you do. <laughs> like, so good. I've always been like, this it's dude yeah. will talk to you and you yeah. will just be like, I'm going to trust him with whatever he says. Yeah. And it is a weird, I've never even thought about that because I just sent someone to you that we're named nameless, but I think you know who she is. Okay. And she, she's like, I sent her and I was like, Hey, talk to this guy, yeah. he'll build trust with you. Like, it'll be yeah. something where like, I never once said like, he'll talk about finances. Yeah, no, I'm like, he'll just talk. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and you'll be sold. Yep. And, and she was, she came back and she goes, I will never not use that guy. Yes. And like, like, 
did we get any money for her? No, but did we get a client for life? Yes. And what's that? Priceless, priceless. right? So absolutely priceless. I mean, yeah. So to give people good experiences is I feel like my, my job. Right? Yeah. And so, and I think if I'm going to have like a second tagline is like this insurance or this whole industry finances in like, it can be, it's, here's the deal. At the end of the day, you have bigger companies teaching advisors yeah. how to sell. Yeah. And like, we're independent. Because they get a kickback. Yes. And so we're like agnostic to mm -hmm. everybody's white noise. Yep. We're like in it for the client. Yep. What is it that's most important to you? We've not been, I started the industry at Principal Financial Group for four months and they were teaching me how to, you know, kill somebody four months, off I love and it. sell them insurance. Yep. And I was like, listen, that isn't going to, how it's going to Let's think about your death. Yeah. Let's think about my life. Right. Uh, and so, so anyway, this industry, I think there is a lot of like hesitation from a lot of people. Sure. And so I want to, I want to break that because a good financial advisor is really almost priceless mm -hmm. because it's like, okay, take my goals, take my core values. How do we align those? Yep. And here's the, the question or here's the different things that we're working through. Help us through that. Great. Yeah. Let's do it. You know? What are the three things everyone says you should have a, a banker an accountant and a financial advisor? Yeah. Right. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Right. So but I would say a lot of financial advisors, I'm like, I don't know about those financial. <laughs> I, for two years, I've been trying to get my, like my best man at my wedding to go to you guys. Cause I've talked to enough financial advisors. I'm like, not, it's different. Yes. Trust yes. me. Just call just try to the it. point where I've almost texted you his number been like, just call this, this guy, right. just call right. this guy and tell him like, yeah. Hey, we're going to talk about you. This is a true story. I was just at a wedding, a, okay. a friend's wedding. It was actually their, her kids. Anyway, we went and there was an individual that I met. It was a mom. And she was like, you have to talk to my son. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, great. I'm cold calling to. your son, yeah. <laughs> but like, there's no way I'm cold calling your son. Anyway. So she had her son. No, she emailed both of us. So it was kind of like introduction. Okay. Sure. So I was like, Hey man, uh, would love to grab lunch. You know, I hate lunch. doing this. Yes. So. Like, I, but he doesn't. Yeah. Yep. So we get there. The first thing I said, I was like, dude, you have to hate your life right now. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, he didn't admit it, but he could like tell he was admitting it. He, his he, mommy twisted his arm. To for be sure. And the whole time we talked, it was great. Like I got to get to know him and like what, what's going on and mm -hmm. like, and not even really about finances. Yeah. And at the end I was like, dude, man, it's great to meet you. And like, that was the lunch. And so I think that he walked away was like, huh? Like, right. We didn't talk anything about finances. Like, I think our lunch will be something I never forget or our, uh, uh, coffee. For, right. Right. And it was just you leaning back in a bar, like a, uh, um, it was at main street. So it was yes. one of their like, yep. um, booths. booths yeah. Yep. And so you're just eating these like power balls. Yeah. <laughs> Protein. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we walk in, you're like, Hey Jake, Hey Rachel, Protein ball. I'm like, no, <laughs> like right, appreciate it, but thank you. And so like, I started talking about finances and you're like, I'm done with you. And you just for a half hour, talk to my wife. Rachel, right. Cause you already did the half hour with me. Right. And that was something that like I drug her to. And she was like, I don't want to do this. And now right. she once a month goes, Hey, have you talked to Philip lately? Have you, where are we at? Like now she's more invested than wow. I am in you guys. That's and it is cool. something where it's great. You guys got the secret sauce, man. Oh, I don't know what it is. If it's honestly, that. you just go like, I don't care about the money or whatever it is. I just want to meet people. Yeah. And you'll be a politician one day, dog. <laughs> I can see it. I get. <laughs> Let's steer clear of that. No um, way I could do that. You'd be too good at this. Shit I just feel like I just care movies. too much about people, and it feels like politicians. That's like, a strength. They get. 
that's a weakness that for them. Yeah. Like, and screw you all. I just... And then let's write a book, which you have already, and uh, all the yeah. fun stuff. Yeah. We'll get to the book in a second. So you talk about where Uncommon came from. Where's mm -hmm. it going? Yeah, where's it going? Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of places that we could go. Here's the deal. Like, at the end of the day, like, I'm not that smart. <laughs> so okay. uh, who knows? I'm a man of faith. I don't know. That's Perfect. Kind of helpful. Perfect. Uh, and so my job is just to give the best experience to the client in front of me. Okay. And do the best for them. Does that make sense? And yeah. then where God hopes and wishes to take this and Ari has already planned that, I'm ready to go. Uh, but my hope is to get to serve a lot more people. How so? Because uh, financial advising, obviously, yes. But yeah. there's got to be some more pieces of this uncommon yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, you know. true. So one thing that we love to do at Uncommon Wealth Partners is do a good client appreciation event. Okay. And one thing that we found from these client appreciation events, like these are, dare I say, uncommon. Uh, like one time we did a he dark, said it again, guys. dark dinner. Do you know what a dark dinner is? You just, it's in the dark and yeah. you just trust your other senses. Pitch black. I would never trust anybody who right. is serving me food in the dark. Right. Okay. And here's the deal, guys. I love like, I love taking people and pushing them into the unknown a little bit. And in that unknown, okay. you can kind of see character. Sure. Character come out, care, whatever. And so this evening we ended up renting a, a mansion, um, a Roland's mansion. Common's doing well. Right. Yeah. So that was, it was a great year. And uh, so, again, it's free for all of our clients. So yep. you can just come. And uh, what do you want to do when you're in a mansion, Jake? I'll tell you what you want to do. You want to go snoop around, right? Yeah. So, like, I know this stuff because that's me. I want to okay. snoop around. And so how do you do that? You give people a scavenger hunt, which is, like, pretty much a green light to, like, you can snoop around this whole mansion. Check every drawer. Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I better find one of you in the end. <laughs> if there's a secret staircase, I'm in. So, anyway, so we gave them this stuff, and then we go in the basement. Everybody's just having the time of their life. And I love to correlate because like the uncommon path is what I call when people bet on themselves. Sure. It's different, right? Yep. It's not like a Roth 401k or yep. 401k. It's like, no, I'm going to bet on myself. And every day I'm going to wake up and love what I do. It, yep. Right. And at least you're doing that. So uh, that would be the uncommon path. So I always try to correlate what we're doing with that. And so this year I was like, hey, here's the deal. Sometimes the uncommon path is scary. And if you knew all the things and obstacles that would hit you, you probably wouldn't even go down in the first place. Okay. And then everyone's kind of like smiling, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, tonight we're going to experience all those emotions. And everyone's kind of okay. like, what? Because no Great. one knew what we were <laughs> Let's doing. talk about fear. Yes. Yeah. I was like, we're going to do a dark dinner. Okay. And I remember someone was like, oh, hell no. Like, <laughs> they knew exactly yes, what it was. Yes. And some people were like, what's that? So and it was just Phillips like the cook. chaotic. Yeah. Okay. And then somebody from the crowd is like, it's easy for you because you know what's on the menu. And I was like, I'll stop you right there. I was like, we've hired a party planner so I can experience this just as much as you guys. <laughs> and everybody's filled out your like allergies and stuff. So we did a really yep. good job with that. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't know anything that we were eating. Uh, and it was the most amazing night that I'll never forget. What right? you eat? Uh, Brazen oxtail was like the main course. Which is like, what is that? I don't know. Uh, and then we had a Waldorf salad. Also, something about me is I'm competitive. So sure. every table after the, <laughs> the entree came, like they would be pulled off. And then we all got to talk. The lights would come on to them. And then we could talk like what we just have. So the Waldorf salad. Win. Yeah, I want to win. <laughs> so. And then we had, um, I can't remember what we had. We had some kind of soup, which is quite honestly <clears throat> frightening when you're yeah. start. Yeah. Uh, and then okay. we had this brazen oxtail. And then we had like cupcakes and stuff so sure but all blind and uh quite an experience but anyway so that was part of it so and all of our clients started liking these things like mm -hmm. how can we have more of this because of this uncommon brand i guess 
there's more to it than just finances. Yeah. And so we're starting to kind of branch off into more of the, hey, let's give people an experience that they can be around good community and then really process through like what's going on in their life, right? Okay. Um, and so we just had one this past weekend. We did took seven guys uh, to uh, Decora and we went fly okay. fishing with them. I saw you post about this. Yeah, and and it was just really it, fun. Fly fishing looks so hard. It it yeah, it is, but it isn't. You know, like okay. it's just it's just an experience. It's, it's you all gotta technique. Have with yeah, seven guys, and uh, it's a lot easier than you think. Uh, but we had kind of a guy that knew what he was doing, mm-hmm. so we got to do all that. But so we've done that. There's basically six components to an uncommon person. Is kind of what okay. we've kind of boiled out. So faith, pillars, if you will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pillars. Faith, um, vision. <clears throat> Health, mm-hmm. stewardship, uh, work, and then finances. Or that would be stewardship. What's the – hold on. There's six. Hold on. I wrote them down because I always forget. So faith, relationships, work, stewardship, health, and vision. Okay. So those are like the six pillars. And throughout the weekend – It's all like where you are, who you are, where do you want to be. Yeah, right. Yeah. All of that stuff. And then like health, like how are you feeling and mm-hmm. all this. And like mental, physical, emotional, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And so – kind of got to walk through all this stuff and like get into some deep conversations with all these people. And so that's kind of the future of, I think, Uncommon Wealth is where we'll be able to take these experiences, but as well as have this kind of financial kind of. So it's basically, that makes sense though. It seems like it's all the same brushstroke. It is. It's building community with everyone with a like-minded aspect. Yes. Financially, we figure out who these people are because they all have the same Maybe not end goal, right? But they all have the same arching goal of to yeah. be their own boss, to be a business owner, to invest in themselves, right. to do X, Y, Z. Yeah, have a different perspective on life. Yeah, right. And so that's really what it is. And so, so sometimes, like the reason why I started kind of going down this path is because I need this probably more than anybody. It's just sure. somebody to be around me and like giving me challenging my perspective, yeah. and seeing it in a different light. Like, oh, that's good. That's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the, the future. I think we're going to be able to serve a lot more people with Uncommon Wealth Partners and then really pour into these individuals that want to go on fun experiences and do things. I, I mean, that rings true. I think a lot of people need to start challenging themselves more. Oh, gosh. So yes. like, I, you, as you know, right after we lost our son, yep. I got in a really deep, dark hole with finances, with everything, and with booze. And so oh, it was, some, I, I didn't tell I didn't you that. Know that. Yeah. yeah. So it was something that like, and this is the first time I'm actually sharing it. So, so I got really problematic, wow. like, like half to a third of a bottle of some kind of liquor every night and Whoa. it's scary. Yeah. Scary. Right. And then, so it got to a point where something went on that Rachel and I really talked about. I was like, Hey, this, something's got to change. And so when we changed that, it was hard. It was yes. something that you oh, had God. to actually see change. So hard. And so, actually, weirdly enough, this weekend I celebrated one month sober. Dude, that's so, huge. Appreciate it, Doc. That's a big So, yeah, it's huge, but it's something that, like, I've now had this thing of every month I want a new challenge. Yeah. And you want to do it for the yes. month. Not master it because you won't ever master it. But right. change it to the point where you're like, this isn't a challenge anymore. Oh, What's next? Big. Yeah. And so that's what I kind of see is, like, what these getaways or yeah. these weekends yep. or – You've done a couple of weekends of this before. Yeah, for sure. This is the um, fourth time we've done it. Yeah. yeah. And so that's that's what I see is important and hopefully maybe instilling in that mindset of like, hey, this uncommon lifestyle, you need the challenges to overcome. Here's a calendar every month. Change a new challenge of something you don't yeah. like about yourself. Yeah. Or something you just change or yes. adapt or right. 
So that's something where like, that's my new like 2024 goals every month change something. It's so good. And it's helpful to be around other people that have that same vision because yes. it's so easy to get in this mundane of like, wake up, go to sleep, you know, work, then you come yep. back and then kind of get in the same route. Yep. routines. It's so healthy to just get shaken up a little bit and then challenge yourself. And hopefully people don't need an event like I had that it spurs it to go, whoa, something needs to change. Right. 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 So that's where I've gotten into journaling. And that's where like nice. next month is journaling. I got a whoop. So the month after that's yeah. going to be sleep. Got one too. Hey. So you have to show me how to use it because I have no idea I how to use it yet. <laughs> oh I look at my sleep recovery go, what? 90 yeah. something. I'm pretty good. All right. Oh, What's my debt? Great. I was sick for the whole time I got it. So now I look great. <laughs> so like if I sleep even four hours, it's like, hey, looks Winning. great on paper. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Winning. Yeah. So yeah, that's something where like I, I need to jump on one of you guys as we can get away because it seems like something that's. Dude would be a fun challenge. It is life-changing. It truly, like all these guys are like, this was life-changing. Like so, it's only three days. Like, do um, you plan it or do you oh, get yeah. a party planner to plan it no, and I you go with everything. them? Oh yeah, I plan everything and go with them. Okay. Like in the past, we've gone curling, like, okay. you know, ice and curling. Yeah. You get to scream at your friends like, sweep, sweep, sweep. <laughs> I was, I spectated one of those. It's so boring to oh, watch. It's to watch. So boring to watch. Yeah. That's why I was like, this could be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, this could be awful. It <laughs> be awful. Uh, we've gone glass blowing. So, and then cool. the cool thing about these experiences is like, you just pay your money. You have no idea. Yeah. No idea what's. Do you think that happen. deters people? For sure it does. Okay. Two reasons why it deters people. One, you don't know what it is and it's kind of expensive. Mm -hmm. So if you think about, cause right now we're just doing men. So if you think about like. Um, For logistical reasons, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And we haven't figured out a woman to be able to take these things. But um, <laughs> uh, so if you think about Cut taking that. away your taking away time from your wife yep. as well as finances. It's yep. a, it's a big and ask. Potential kids. And then your wife's like, but what are you going to do? And she, you're like, why are you spending this thousand dollars on what? Not sure. Yeah. Not sure, babe, but I, I think it's going to be good. Like, yep. so that is definitely deterring. What is it? Uh, people. It's investing in yourself. It is. And like my favorite thing is to take people and their emotions and take it from, I'm skeptical to I'm a believer. Like that's, I feel like God's gifted me in that way. Uh, and so we've gone, <laughs> yes, we've, <laughs> yeah. gone we've gone, uh, We've done a sauna and cold plunge, which was frightening, but also super fun. Do you, do you cold plunge? I have. I do it every day. Do you really? Every single day. I uh, and I convinced Rachel to do it, and she's done it. She is the lowest she's got is fifty two degrees. It's still good. I've gotten to forty two, and I she got in it and was like, nope, and it got immediately back out. How do you do it? Do you have like a? Uh, I mean, I, we started it when we first lost RJ. Yeah. To like keep us mentally in check. And for sure. when I started trying to get sober, I was like, this is going to be my breaking point. There's yeah. one day I did it three times in a day. There's something when I felt about the impulse, yeah. I got in. Good for you. It's like the glass breaking. Yeah. Right? Because it's right. something where like it checks your attention and yep. then whatever you're Snap doing. out of it. Yep. And you have to control yourself. Yep. Like, don't. So when it gets real cold, I have to sit there for a couple minutes, slow my breathing, start thinking of like wow. that, get to your happy place. Shit. Okay. Then you get in. You can't get in in segments. You got to get in and just lower oh, yourself. Yep. And then from there, it is, it's just a game. Hey, yeah. You're a competitive guy, so it's oh, you yeah. versus you. Right, right, right. I got out one time when it was 52 degrees, and I was like, I got out after a minute, and I got inside, and I just like scoured. And Rachel's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm just I'm pissed at myself. She goes, why? You got in? I'm like, no. no this this bullshit. I'm, doing, I'm getting back out there. So I went back out there and did another three minutes, and I just lay, I got a picture of it. I'll show, you, I'll show it to you. <laughs> I laser focused just staring at our, our so fence. Good. Um, 
And that's, I mean, it's something that that is where I think a lot of people could get a lot of benefit. I'm really into cold plunging and sauna right okay. now. So do you have like your own tub? <laughs> so we do it way janky. We have a um, hundred gallon horse trough. Yeah, yeah. We okay. bought one of those. Did you? Yeah. Okay. So here's the key. Leave it outside. Yeah. So we just change the water out once a week, once every other week, um, depending on how dirty it gets. Yeah. But during the summer, get a case of water bottles if you don't want to spend a bunch of money yep. on ice. I've heard this. Freeze, Freeze them, them, throw them in. Yep. And so, I mean, we can't regulate it all that well, but that's how we do yeah, it. Yeah, to make it cheaper. Because yeah. you can spend a lot of money on this. Ice is like $5 a bag. Yeah. It's really, I've Ridiculous. tried taking it from the guy next door and he goes, hey, it's five bucks. I'm like, I don't have $5 to give you. <laughs> yes. Um... So we've, so we've done that. Uh, we've also done dog sledding because that's kind oh, of fun. Dog sled, right? There, there's one oh, of like yes. this with a duck, dude. So yeah, duck. Amazing. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's. I've gotten to the point now. It's a competition. I find it fun. There it is. Yeah. There's the that video. That's when it was 42 degrees. <laughs> you're just staring off in the distance. That's good. Um. So no, it's so something. That, so we've done like just really interesting things that like here's the deal this is how we curate these trips i'm yeah. like that sounds fun let's do it yeah and there's really nothing off yeah there's curling did you know you can curl yeah we can do it did and you go to the mid-american yeah we did yeah, Rex yeah. Flex. yeah that's where i watched someone do it yeah i love who did it they're awesome it was fun to watch it was so boring oh watch. man i couldn't imagine watching yeah. that but doing it totally different um and then we've done a high ropes course so like just weird things like we had yeah. rucksacks 30 yeah. pounds and we did this high rope high rope tour anyway so things like that um i'm getting pretty excited about just giving people like a new perspective with a good community and talking through stuff so um, uncommon party planning yeah i don't know about that but we call it the uncommon <laughs> okay that's um, awesome yep t-h-e-e -E, uncommon the uncommon like we're just surrounding ourselves with uncommon yeah. people i love uncommon, it so Anyway, that's not about finances, but it kind that's, of but that's kind of the future. That's the that's the future of uncommon is yeah. hey, we're gonna steer not clear finances, but we're gonna steer in a way that you might learn more about yourself and thus right. you can figure out if you wanna go right. this uncommon path. Because not people not all people wanna hang out and talk about finances, right? Mm -mm. So I still think there's something to offer. Yeah. Everybody. So we kind of alluded to it earlier, but you wrote a book. We a did. bestseller. No, nah, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> uh so, so, yeah, we, we wrote a book why? and, uh, yeah, the premise of that was everything that we do, we have to then spend a lot of time to help people, sure. right? Like, like educate them, educate them. And so uh, this was like our first test into, is there a way to be able to take them and let them consume something to help them go down this path sure. without us? Yeah. Uh, and I think it's fine. It's a fine book. Um, you are your biggest hater of I your know, own book. I know. Dude. I, cause here's the deal. If somebody wrote a book was like, oh, it's the best, like, and gave it to you, you'd be like, but is it? Like, you're not the greatest critic. Me? <laughs> no, I'm saying like, <laughs> oh, you, you a, a person you, who wrote it. Uh, you like, might be your own, biased. might be your own greatest critic, yeah, actually. Right. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I'm like, you know, it's it is what it is. The philosophy is like, is there a way that you can wake up and love what you do every day? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is. But you're probably gonna have to take your tools or money in order to do that. Am I gonna tell you it's the greatest book ever? No, Harry Potter's pretty good. All right. <laughs> it's but, no JK Rowling. All right. <laughs> ah, but I will tell you, it's a dense read. You have to be ready to read it. I took it. I mean, I took a highlighter and like notes and like, I'll just send you mine or pictures because okay. it is covered and stuff. Wow. And I read it when I had COVID. So like, I had nothing else to do. Right. And so it's, it's a dense read, short read, dense yep. read. Yep. So that's the why. How did you sit here and just like write a book? 
yeah, or no. what did you guys do? No, no, no. We ended up getting a ghostwriter, and uh, okay, it's like before AI. We had like a ghostwriter. <laughs> Chat GPT can't yeah, do it. Yeah, that's right. Um, and we we went back and forth. Like, hey, here's what we want, and then he would kind of put words to it, and then we'd be like, oh, that we need to change that, and then he would change it. How's that work? Uh, you just pay somebody a lot of money, and then they do it for you. No, they uh, write the book and just tag your name. It's as like the, we gave him outline. And okay. He also listened to our podcast a ton, and so we're gonna talk about that here in a second. Yeah. Uh, Craig Landis, he listened to our podcast, so he kind of had a flavor of that. Yeah. At this time, I was with a business, uh, a, a business partner, uh, which I've bought out by now. But uh, he, he and I wrote it together, so it was yep. really hard to like take two voices because we were very different people, and then unify it into one book. It's an understatement. So both great people, both fantastic great. people, but he did. Great. You guys were definitely different people for sure, and so. It's, it's been really, it's been challenging while he's gone, but it's also been really good. Like, I don't think anything in my life that's been easy has been like, oh, that was great. Like, it's yeah. the things that have been hard that's been actually that's the a trial. That's most rewarding. What's that? The uncommon? That's that's, that's the weekends, right? Right. That's why the fit. Practice what I'm preaching. I don't that's know. a good thing. I, I know. So, so let's talk about the podcast. Yeah. What drove you to start a podcast? Because I know for us, there's a lot of cool people we get to talk to and yeah. I want other people to hear their story, whether right. one person or right. a million people hear it. Yeah. Let me tell you what we're not good at is like marketing to people and getting them to a conclusion. We're not good at that. Like we're kind of like a <laughs> sure. shotgun. Over. Sure. And so the person that we were working with at the time was like, you guys got a lot of great content. Yeah. You should do it in a podcast form and highlight people's uncommon. And I was like, okay, I'm in. And you got a spare room in your house. Let's just turn it into a <laughs> That's like a yeah. closet anyway, because it's not a huge room, is it? No. no so like, yeah. what would you do with it? Ah, podcast Let's room. podcast it. Yeah. Love it. So we, we started a podcast, and we're probably 170. 73. Yep, 173. Thank Check you, this Jake. morning. Thank you, Jake. 173 episodes in uh, with that. And it's been a really good avenue for us just to interview people, mm -hmm. get their uncommon out. But, dude, I'll tell you what we've started doing is after every interview, we will – shoot a bonus content sure and we'll talk about what did we need to hear from that interview or what did we take away so like the cliff notes the cliff notes of what we took away okay because like every we episode, being who you said you aaron, split from your partner aaron and i aaron kramer and i usually do it together okay. or if i just interview somebody singly like this mm -hmm. i'll jump on a podcast and be like hey here's the key takeaways that i needed to hear from this podcast and okay. it's kind of like a thank you because at the end of the day, like I probably won't go back and listen to this, but if there was a bonus content and something you're like, this is what I needed to hear. I would totally listen to it. Like, <laughs> what did you listen to? What did you hear from me and uh, me rambling? So, yeah, so that's that. And then we did start one for un the uncommon. Okay. Uh, and it's, I think it's like 60 episodes in. Okay. But that's more about faith. You and need to put that on your guys's website. We probably should. Yeah. Because yeah, that's something we're like, I was, I, I listen, I used to listen to way more than I do now. Yeah. You're kind Full of transparency. You're kind of busy. And so like, I want to start listening more because you guys do half hours. It's not yep. typically. Yep, typically. So it's not, it's a quick listen. It's a car yep. ride. Like, and when I used to listen, it's a lot of good stuff. I think so. Um, so is it typically just you and Aaron or is it you, Aaron and people you find interesting? Yeah. So here's the, I don't know, schedule. It's like Aaron and I will do one. He and I talking about something financial. Sure. Then we do an episode with a guest mm -hmm. and then we have a bonus episode that'll drop during that week. Okay. about the guests that we just did okay then we have a thing called a simple step where it's just aaron and i like hey do this like meet with your cpa or accountant before the end of the year that's the four minute episodes that yeah. i was like why are they just doing four minutes Boom. now yep. i get it yep that's the quick one uh and sometimes like we have a thanksgiving one coming up like who are you thankful for and like yeah. write them or like 
yep. reach out to them because yep. you just never know. Yep. So that that's that. And then we we go back to a guest. And so that's like the cadence. So it's like Aaron and I, a longer episode, a guest, Aaron and I doing a simple step, and then a guest, and then back to the so that's kind of the layout. You just said something that I find kind of interesting. Did you do you actually pr like practice that idea of like writing somebody that you're appreciative for, something that someone from your an old football coach that like this guy really changed my life and like writing or email or like send it. Do you actually do something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually just text people. Like if I'm like, yeah. dude, I wonder how Jake and Rachel are doing. Like I'll yeah. just shoot a text. Like, hey, how are you doing? Yep. How can I pray for you? That kind of stuff. Yep. I don't like sit down and do a long form. Although okay. these weekends, there's a part of that where I like write each guy and like, hey, yeah. this is what I see in you. This is kind of like, yeah. Um, so that that's part of it. But like to go okay. back to a coach, no, I haven't done a great job of that. There's actually been two that i've put off for a long time oh come on jake yeah it's I'll it's one of it's it's one of those like the there's two coach actually it's a coach and the role wrestling coach i didn't even wrestle and i got mixed in with this weird crowd when i was in high school and i started getting torn away from like goals right yeah. and going down a little weird path yep and so when i of course you <laughs> yep. know long hair throwing up the the cowbunga signs on you know facebook or whatever <laughs> yes. um so when i started trying to get away with that uh, I went to go lift a lot every single day. I went in that weight room and yeah. there's two doors of that weight room. Okay. There's you go in one, it closes, you go in the second, you go in, they're all glass. So this coach, um, Oh God, uh, Eric Trudeau, if you're listening, uh, Eric Trudeau, he usually ran it or Dustin Wright. They would run the gym in the afternoon or the weight room. Okay. And so this kid would come in, he'd go to the first door and they'd walk up and lock the second door wouldn't let him come in to come talk to me because he knew he would pull me away from the goals of being on the football that team. That was amazing. Both of them did it. And Dustin Wright actually walked out and spoke to him. He could never talk to me again, which was the best thing that could possibly that happen. That is the coolest so story I've ever It's heard. one of those where like that definitely put my life on a new trajectory. What? And so I have been, I've been scared to actually like, I, one time I reached out to Eric and I was like, hey, can I buy you a coffee? I got a story to tell you. And like, because he won't. Yeah. He may, but he probably won't, right? right? It was just something that he did, and Dustin probably won't remember right. it. And that's something where, like, I did it, and he, we, we kind of set a tentative date, and he had to change it, and I just never got back to him because I, it's one of those that makes my hands clammy. It'll be like really vulnerable, be like, hey, thank sure. you so much for this. Yeah, right? right. You never know where you'd be if that didn't happen. I know exactly where I'd be because it's where this kid is now. <laughs> so prison, <laughs> so awkward, yeah, weird. He yeah. won't hear this. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, so that's, it's something oh, like, that's good, man. definitely so good. you saying that brought a lot of that back. I've never even experienced it like yeah. that. And that's something I should definitely start doing. That's yeah. something I think a lot of people should do. I do too. Gratitude. Right. Being, yeah. In the moment. Yeah. Being intentional. There's a lot of things that we all can glean from, from doing those 100%. two things. Um, so anyway, and then again, like I said, like, I'm not great at it, but it's super helpful to be around people that are. Yeah. Or thinking about this in a different perspective, like, oh man, I need that, you know. So. Exactly. Kind of diving back into the podcast because we kind of got off on my own yeah, little sorry. tangent. No, that's on me. <laughs> um, how do you guys choose guests? Yeah, good question. So, one, I think everyone has an uncommon story inside sure. of them. Uh, and so, if I feel like there's something that I'm like, oh, I just need to hear more of that, we ask them on the show. Okay. Aaron's also been doing a good job of like, hey, you got, you run a business. My favorite thing to ask for a business owner is like, tell us your story because mm -hmm. there's a story of a business. How you got to why you wanted to start it and then how it's been. Yeah. And then the challenges, it's almost yep. like, you know, like 
raising a child. Like it's hard and it's like revealing. And, but at the end of the day, like you have something you're creating. I feel yep. like we're all called to create something. Sure. So in that, uh, it'll just be, Hey, this seems like a really good podcast or, uh, we've had a couple coming up that I just cannot wait just to, uh, it, it they release soon. But one of them is a six year old that felt kind of complacent in his life. Sure. And he schedules a bear hunt in Alaska. Okay. Oh man. It's like, come on, we got to hear more. Okay. About this. And so the story is amazing. It's exactly what he wanted. It was the most, it was the hardest thing he's ever had to do in his life. And he, at one point thought, he was what about dive. it? Right. Like the trekking or like, yeah. Okay. That was part of it. The weather was just atrocious. He was 60 when he did this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Him and the guide. My blessings. My grandfather did that around 60. He uh, went uh, skydiving. Okay. So, so I, I get like the idea. This, like pull yourself out of your current situation mm -hmm. into a different perspective. And so, uh, yeah, but the guide that had been guiding for 15 years said the weather was deplorable. That <laughs> That's was not good. Word. Three days they didn't leave their tent because it was just pouring down. And then they get flown <sighs> okay. in from this airplane that lands on, on whatever you call those, puddle jumpers or like- Yeah, those, puddle jumpers. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It lands it, drops these two guys off. They don't know each other. Bye. Flies away. <laughs> you know? Enjoy your next two it's, weeks together. It's like, hey, you know? So <laughs> um, it's just a story of that. And anyway, everybody has a story like that. Yeah. They can reflect on a time where, you know, the coach locked the door and like, yep. that was a pivotal moment in my life. Yep. Well, why? And then let's talk about what happened through it. So that's usually how we get our guests of just something okay. like, oh, that's interesting. Or I just had two, a good business owner friend of mine sold his business for each one of them. They owned it multiple, got $10 million dropped in their checking account. Boom, done. So a big amount, right? I, yeah. Let's just say that it was actually a different number, but it was a lot of sure. money. It's, money that you're like. It's, it's Powerball money. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, what do we do? Within three weeks, both of them had an ex in, like an a panic attack, anxiety sure. attack, yep. right? As Why? I think most people would. What happened? So that was one. Episode. What's your drive? I think that would be like, what now what? That was part of it. It's like, what, what is my purpose here? Because it, yep. it was for this creation of this business. And then now I don't know. Well, anyway, and then the other one was like, they didn't realize how hard they were pushing their body mentally, physically in the grind. Yep. And so just talking through that, like, that was really therapeutic for me. Like, yeah. Just to hear that and hear their experiences and um, yeah, having a mentor and like people that you can learn from is like the cheat code of life. So I'm always yes. just like, help that, me not do the same thing. The I don't, I can't remember who ever said it, but it was some video on probably TikTok or, you know, you know YouTube or Instagram, yeah. but it was basically like surround yourself with the people you want to be. Yeah. Don't do your little punk friends that are all no. doing the same right. thing you are because right. then you'll never adapt. No, right. You put it to where people you go, I don't belong in this crowd. And then you figure out Level a way to up. belong in that yeah. crowd. It's Level good. up. Exactly. So good. And yeah. so like, that's what I think Rachel and I are going through right now. We talked right before we talk, uh, hit the mics on, but basically like driving home from that gala event that we went to, mm -hmm. we're both now restless. And we had been for like two weeks of like, now we I feel like we're getting, more. we're getting called for something bigger. Yeah. What can we do? How do we create the opportunity? Because obviously there's this nonprofit that we really enjoy and, mm -hmm. um, you know, Rachel wants to work for him. Well, there's no openings for a job. How can we impress them enough that they create an opening that's for a job, me. right? Jake, I love that. And so it's, it's something of like, how do you, that's like here, Chris wasn't exactly looking for somebody, you know, had his ear to the ground of if there was someone around, but I was like, hey, I'm that guy. let me tell you why <laughs> you should hire me yeah. because I mean, let's create a position. Yes. Um, and it's something like that. 
I mean, you never get anywhere by hoping life no. comes to you, right? Yeah. Which is how Uncommon started. I mean, right. you you basically found a hole of like, I wish someone would do this when I was here. I should do this. Yeah. And that's like the nonprofit, how that was built. So really? something like that is kind of cool of like. That's good. That's really good. Feeling that feeling of like, I need to level up or something. something's drawing me or calling me. So I guess what, living that uncommon lifestyle, how can you tell people to follow that? Yeah. Like, especially because, you know, if, mm -hmm. let's say they get, it's nonprofit. They probably yeah. aren't going to pay her what she gets paid now. Yeah. Let's say it's, well, how are you going to go from unpaid to you're not being paid yeah. or being, you know, making right. $50,000 and nothing. Right. Where is it that where you go, this calling is so strong, I have to do this. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just feel like everyone has this thing, probably pretty quickly they would identify as like, this would be an uncomfortable position for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and then embrace it, lean into that. Yeah. What is it and why is it, right? Why is it uncomfortable? And then like talking through yourself of the why behind the reasons why you're frustrated or like not reaching out to it. Sure. So whatever the uncomfortable is, lean into it. Um, and then just kind of develop a plan in mm -hmm. order to do that. So like, you put know, it on paper, put it on paper. Yep. And then what I would say, I like to just tranche it from like the worst thing that could happen to maybe the best thing. Yep. And are you okay with both? Yeah. Sometimes the, the worst thing is like, Oh, well that's fine. But what about the best thing? Yeah. And are you okay? And are you able to equip to handle that? Some people's worst things are like, Hey, I might lose my car. Yeah. Some people's are like, my house might, might be gone. Might be homeless. Yeah. Yep. And then, so, I mean, but I think those risks of like, there's something here, but I might be homeless if this fails, uh -huh. will drive you to oh, where yeah. it won't fail. Yeah, right. I had a pharmaceutical rep manager, mentor of mine, her name Dan Howard. She, I told her that we were pregnant. She's like, oh, I love that. And I was like, oh, yeah, like you like kids? She's like, not really. I just know you're going to work 10 times harder. Yeah. Go yeah. <laughs> provide for my kid. And I was like, good point. I love that. That's so funny. Um, we talked about a lot today. And I, I could talk to you for yeah, eight hours, man. Great. This yeah. is awesome. I'm definitely gonna have to have you back on. But where can people find you? Find Uncommon. Yeah. So UncommonWealth.com uh, is a good place to start. Uh, the podcast that we do for the financial side of things is called Uncommon Wealth Podcast. You can all the podcast things, yeah. iTunes, Stitcher, all this. And then, <laughs> Everywhere you can find podcasts. Yeah. And then the The Uncommon, uh, we have a website for that too. It's www.thetheeuncommon.com. And that's kind of where we're going to have our experiences. We have one coming up in February. It's going to be the first right. one we do of couples. Uh, um, <laughs> I might bring Rachel it, on this. It, it's going to be awesome. Okay. And so, again, nobody knows what's going to happen. Although I will say that before the event, each person gets like a PDF to fill out by themselves. And then in the weekend, we're going to kind of cast vision for the, you know, for the rest of your yep. family for the year. Yep. Um, but instead of, uh, you know, the Valentine's Day thing, like, hey, let's be intentional. Let's go do some amazing experiences with your yeah. spouse. Couples, yep. cold plunge. Uh, that was something we talked about. We, Rachel and I do it. Well, I, <laughs> we get in it together. So <laughs> we would win. I like you winning. Win. You let's win. make this where I can win. Yes. <laughs> uh, but we have some cool things going up. So you can check out that. But uh, and then my phone. My phone number. You can always call me. My yeah. email address is uh, philip, P-H-I-L-L-I-P, at uncommonwealth.com. And then my cell phone is 515-669-0234. That is a Believe that. ballsy move. <laughs> I respect that to the highest regard. Yeah, and it is. You can call me. But see, that's why I think that's huge. That's uncommon. Yeah. I have your cell phone. I have Let Aaron's me, cell phone. One, one story I'll say. Yeah. Because I was challenged. Um, so I read this book called Love Does by Bob Goff. Okay. You have to, like, if I'll there's anything down. I can, don't read my book. Read this Love Does by Bob Goff. Okay. Bob uh, Goff. If you're going to read both, or if you're going to be one, just Bob Goff. 
But anyway, this guy is, he has the most unique perspective on pretty much everything. At least it seems like that from his book, but there's like 30 some chapters and every, every chapter is a different lesson he's learned because of the life lessons in his life. Yeah. And everything is like, shut your mouth. Like this is the coolest thing ever. Wait, what? What? Yeah. So at the end of it, do you know what he does? Hmm. He posts his cell phone number. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, all right. So I was having a day, like, you know, you just have those days where you're like, I'm sucking at life. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was having one of those days. And so I was like, I'm calling Bob Goff. So I get my book out, call the number. His answering machine comes on. Because well, now it's a burner phone. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking, Jake. You and I are the same person. And so I leave a message. Bob is Philip. Hey, got a couple questions. One, how do you have enough time for people? Like, I want to, there to be 50 hours yeah. in a day so I can just get to as many people. Own the sleeping pill that where you don't have how to do sleep. do it? Yes. How do you do it? Yep. Anyway, so I was thought, like, basically, it was just like me having exercise to just call somebody. Sure. And just, just journaling, basically. Yes, yeah. basically. Yeah. Okay. So I'm laying in bed that night. I get an email from Bob Goff. <laughs> no and I'm way. like, shut up. And Aaron's like, well, what's going on? That's my wife. And I'm like, I think Bob Goff just emailed me. You know what it said? <laughs> what? Philip, got your voicemail. We need to talk about this. Call me back tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, no. No so way. I call him back It's tomorrow. a ghost writer. Yes. <laughs> I call him back the next day. Okay. Gosh, this is such a stupid story, but no, it's, I love it's the, awesome. I love this. Okay. Call People him back the next day. People that are wild. Bob Goff. And I'm like, shut up. He's like, yeah, what's up? And I was like, hey, Philip Ramsey's like, oh, yeah, we need to talk. He's like, out of all the calls that I get, there's only been like one or two that has asked me this question. Yeah. And he answered it so graciously. And I'm like, how do you take so many calls he's like well i'm just driving up to my vineyard now like it's time utilization man yes how much time do you have when you're doing this stuff you don't think yes that you have time he's like there's there's definitely boundaries i have to put in place so sweet maria that's what he calls his wife which is amazing i should call aaron sweet Aaron. but uh he's like so at the dinner table i don't answer my phone but everything else he's like yeah i'll answer and he's like some people are too shocked that i even answered so it'll just be like deaf and like funk yeah and so he's like hey call me back when you're ready like yeah so gracious. And so one of my questions at the end of our, my conversation with Bob Goff was, hey, should I put my cell phone in my book? And he's like, yeah, what do you have to lose? Like, You didn't put it in there, did you? Well, I put like our business phone. Okay. I remember so there was a phone number. Phone. Okay. Like, dude, what a layup. That like, is. Like, like, no one reads our book. So like, it would have been fine. It's a great book. It. Read it when you get the chance. Order at uncommonwealth.com. I know my cell phone. So yeah, yeah. Sorry. Call him and he'll send you one. Long story. No, that's awesome, There's man. Story. I really appreciate Thanks. coming on. Talking with Uncommon and like, you guys are, you're just different. Like, I just, I want people to call you. I want everyone to call you guys. I want you to be Bob Goff and go, hey, how do I have 50 hours in the day? Because yes. you guys seriously are like life changers. And uh, even just like, thanks, even if they don't work with you, your guys' mentality, it's wild. So, I don't know, man. So, um, I don't know if any more comments I can give you. I'll keep praising you up to the highest and we'll have you on again for sure. I'd love to be on. Um, Thanks everybody for tuning in to another episode of the Becoming Elite podcast. We'll see you next time.